Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. And sometimes it's it's hard to believe that after doing these podcasts for a number of years now that we are able to continue to find uh, unique and interesting topics to cover, new things that uh, pop up from time to time. Uh, but I think we've done it again today, and I think that's one of the uh, great parts of the podcast is being able to keep you, our listeners, current to uh, some events and happenings in the legal world. Uh, hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell, and glad to be back with you for another edition of Chicago's Legal Latte. Today, we're going to take a look at a topic that will be of interest to perhaps people that are coming to this country or settling here, uh, and their families in particular, as we learn more about the new Temporary Visitor Driver's License Program. We might refer to that as TVDL, just to shorten it up. Uh, that's going to be in effect here in the state of Illinois. Uh, joining me for the discussion is Lavelle Law Attorney James Dorr. Uh, he has been with us in the past, and he's got some updates for us today. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, first of all, James, thanks for taking the time to be with me today. Oh, thank, thank you for having me on, Jim. I appreciate it. Now, you know, this certainly appears to be a very timely discussion. This is a relatively new law here in Illinois, is it not? That's correct, uh, Jim. It, it was signed into law on uh, January 27th, I believe, is when uh, the Governor Quinn signed the, the uh, law. So um, he did... Pursuant to the law, it's given uh, 10 months from the date of signing for the Secretary of State's office to implement the rules and procedures for this. So it's uh, it's current and it's timely and it's uh, it's happening as we speak. Okay. Well, the, the definition herein is a temporary visitor's driver's license. Um, under the new law, can you sort of give us what uh, what might be the definition of of that term? Well, sure. Um, it is a driver's license, and what they did was um, allow somebody who's in the country, still uh, legally in this country, but only temporarily residing here, and otherwise would be ineligible for a Social Security number. That was one of the things that was a, a roadblock uh, to getting a license. Um, but now they're allowing people without that Social Security number but are, who are here temporarily on a legal basis to get a license. Um, so they would be, uh, you know, issued a license as would any other driver in the state, and the theory behind that is is for safety issues. Um, You know, they have to comply with vision testing and the other requirements, uh, you know, written test, road test, whatnot, to make sure that the drivers here temporarily are also licensed in the same way an Illinois resident would be. Okay. So, just to be clear, it is, in fact, for a non-U.S. citizen and uh, that person must be here under a, a visa or some other approved process, so that uh, they have followed all the uh, the, the normal legal uh, processes to be here in the country. That that is correct. They do have to be here legally. Okay. Now, so so in effect, then I mean, it says that the you know the description says that this provides them the ability to drive, and as you said, you know, go through the vision testing and everything else. Is this essentially then the equivalent of a valid driver's license that you or I might get? It is. It is. It's essentially the same thing as a, as a driver's license, um, although it is on a temporary basis, um, but it can be 
for up to three years, and it can also be renewed for another three years. Um, but it's considered a temporary measure, um, but it is uh, a full driving privileges would be granted by the Secretary of State's office to drive in, in the state of Illinois. So it is essentially the same as a, as a, you know, a normal, regular driver's license. Okay. Okay. Now, how does someone who meets the criteria go about getting one of these uh, temporary licenses then? Okay, well, that, that's one of the things that the Secretary of State's working on. I know that there's uh, approximately uh, seven or eight locations that have been approved so far in Illinois uh, driver services facilities in order to get that done. But I would recommend it, 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 that anybody interested in this uh, keep keep apprised of the, the Secretary of State's website and the updates that they're including there. Uh, it's exactly what I'm doing to see with the Secretary of State uh, how much progress they've made so far, and you know they'll, they'll, they're hashing out the nuts and bolts right now as we speak. But um, you know the the requirements are, are posted uh, mm -hmm. as far as eligibility requirements. Okay, and as we you know look at the process, you had mentioned you know a 10 month period for the Secretary, Secretary of State to. Um, sort of get this organized and, and create a process around it. So is it safe to say that uh, as we speak here in September that they're not available yet and, and there'll be a sort of a notice as to when the program actually opens up? This type of temporary visitor's driver's license is not available yet. Now, that it's an extension of the program. The program does exist, but this would be for somebody who's here on a temporary legal basis um, and ineligible for a Social Security number. Beforehand, a person would have had been eligible for a Social Security number upon, and, and also some other requirements to get this TVDL. They've loosened some of the requirements, um, and that's what's happening now. So they're um, implementing the process because they're expecting you know, a large number of people to be interested in this right now. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I think that's a great distinction. And uh, we're getting our information today from James Dorr. James is an attorney at LaBelle Law Limited. Um, and he is uh, becoming a regular contributor for us here, and this is a, a topic we've not covered before, so we always like to uh, introduce some new things on the podcast, and um, today we've got a great chance to do that. As, as you're hearing, it's, some of this is kind of happening in real time here in the state of Illinois, so it's, it's great to be current now. Um, James referenced the Illinois Secretary of State website, which I know is a very comprehensive website, a lot of information there. And the other thing you can always do is, is uh, follow along at LavelleLaw.com. Um, you'll find an article on this topic that uh, James authored recently, as well as others that uh, the various attorneys at the firm will post from time to time to provide updates. It's a very, very good source of information. Um, and in addition to the articles you can find there, we'll also post and log all of our uh, past conversations here on the podcast. Any of those can be can be downloaded. So uh, LavelleLaw.com is, is a great place to uh, try and stay current on some of these. Um, you can also, by the way, if you're an iTunes user, search for Lavelle Law, and, uh, and you'll also find um, all of our con conversations there. Um, now, um, the expectation then, James, as we get back to the conversation, is that um, once the program is in place and implemented, as you described, it will be through the Secretary of State's office. There are locations throughout the state, and uh, they're going through a process now of approving and designating which of them might participate in this program. Right, that's correct. Um, I think right now there, I think there's nine listed programs for the TVDL itself, but I imagine that they will expand that depending on how many uh, applicants are, are seeking these type of licenses 
you know, when, it, when they first implemented the program. So um, it also comes down to cost, um, but, uh, you know, for each facility. But it's supposed to be um, – the cost is supposed to be taken care of by the licensing fees itself. So, again, it's something we'll wait and see right now, but right now we're looking at about nine locations. Okay. Now, I know that uh, you, you mentioned, you know, the current requirement prior to this for have, being for, for people who could get a Social Security number. Um, I know that there are programs which utilize a driver's license um, as a form of ID for various other purposes. Uh, will this card serve those purposes as well? That's uh, Actually, it, it is not uh, to be used as an ID for either boarding airplanes or any other thing that, that an ID would be used for. Um, that's one of the requirements that uh, that uh, to get around the federal laws um, that this not be considered valid for identification purposes. Now, it can be used... Uh, by the uh, any uh, officer who say would pull over motors who had this as, as some sort of documentation verifying who a person is, but it is not to be considered or used as a lawful ID. Okay. In fact, and, it, yeah, uh, it says right on the face of it uh, that this is not an ID. Okay. What about uh, the purpose of using one as a bond card? It can be used as a bond card, interestingly enough. So in that, it's like a, a driver's license. A driver's license can be posted as a bond card, and the TBDL acts the same way as a driver's license. So somebody issued a ticket uh, could post that bond as a license. As a, I mean, that license is a bond. As a bond. Hmm. Okay. And uh, current law here in Illinois requires that, um, uh, if, if I remember correctly, that driving here requires valid insurance be in place. Um, is that requirement carried over for this form of the license as well? Absolutely, absolutely. In fact, it, the uh, TBDL itself is considered um, uh, null and void, basically, if there's no insurance. The driver has to have proof of insurance uh, in order to, to drive legally with the TBDL. So they go hand-in-hand. Hand. They have to, you know, upon a request by a law enforcement officer, have to be able to provide the TBDL and the proof of insurance at the same time. And you made a comment just a few minutes ago that uh, you know the card was marked uh, that this was not valid to be used as an ID. Um, I know that in Illinois, licenses have a number of different visual elements that might identify age or, or perhaps some other characteristics. Are there any other unique markings on on this card that make it different than a than a traditional driver's license? Well, it, it's very similar to the driver's license that we have in, in place now. In fact, you can go on the website, and there's actually uh, reproductions of the licenses. Um, but it, it is distinct in that it's purple uh, in the color coding of it. And if somebody's uh, over 21 or under 21, it would look the same way as a, a license normally would, but it would also state that it's not used for identification purposes. It's distinct in its color, and it does state on it that it's a TVDL. So it, it's distinct upon appearance, and it's not to be used as a form of identification as well. Mm -hmm. And and uh, just to reiterate, I believe you had said that the current plan is that uh, someone who is eligible for this, it has a three-year lifespan, but uh, at the end of that period could be renewed for another three-year period? Right. They, they have to be here in the country for at least one year and have at least six months remaining on their stay to be eligible for this. And then the stay could be 
um, the term of the license can be for the purpose you know, of the length of the stay up to three years. And then after three years, it could be renewed for another up to three years, as long as that motorist is here lawfully for that period of time. Okay. So best advice at this point, um, people should be watching the Secretary of State website here in Illinois. Anything else we should know about, uh, James, relative to this program? Any um, other uh, nuances to it or information that we should share to let people know what's coming and what they should anticipate? Well, one of the things they have to do is, is send a letter to the Social Security Administration um, seeking verification that they're ineligible for a uh, Social Security number. They're going to need to be able to present that uh, upon applying for the TVDL, and that letter has to be dated within 90 days of the date that that person is going in seeking the license. So they need you know, essentially proof from the Social Security Administration that they cannot obtain a Social Security number. Okay. Well, um, as we always find as we do the podcast here, we have a time limit, and we've kind of run up against it uh, for today. So I want to thank James Dwarf for being with us. Uh, James, again, is a uh, member of the uh, Lavelle Law Limited firm, and uh, all of the attorneys there are regular contributors to our conversation, so we always appreciate when they take the time to join us. Uh, again, a reminder that um, past podcasts can be found at lavellelaw.com. They are archived here at Blog Talk Radio and can also be downloaded from iTunes. So um, a number of uh, places you can go to to catch up on several years' worth of conversations just like this one. And we appreciate um, not only the attorneys who spend the time to share information, but those of you who listen and uh, and uh, are participants in the podcast with us. Um, articles can also be found uh, at LavelleLaw.com on this and many other topics So we I encourage you to uh, take a look there, and we always encourage you to come back and listen to us each week here, Tuesdays, 4 o'clock Central Time, for Chicago's Legal Latte. Thanks. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Chicago's Legal Latte. If you have any questions or topics for a future episode, please call Lavelle Law Limited at 847-705-7555 or email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. 